Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope that you're doing well today and or tonight, <laughs> wherever you are on the globe and whenever you're listening to this recording. I hope that no matter what it is that is your current challenge or obstacle, we're not going to call it a problem. <laughs> I told my kids, I go, there are no problems in life. That's a math obstacle. (laughs) My teacher says it's a math problem. Well, your teacher has a problem. They're math obstacles. (laughs) So no matter what what, uh, obstacle or challenge you are facing right now, I want you to be aware that you can never solve it with the same mind that created it in the first place or brought you to it in the first place. So if you drew something to yourself and it's a problem or not a problem, but an obstacle or challenge, I want you to clean out your mental body, clean out your emotional body and get all the residue out of your chakras, your aura, your body, you know, your physical body and then start fresh, start fresh, take deep breaths, cleansing breaths, just just like that. Maybe come up with a word. A word that's going to clean you completely from head to toe. Maybe that word is light. Maybe for you, the word is something else. And I want you to say this word in your mind. If you don't want to say it out loud and say you're around other people, you're in a crowd, church, funeral, whatever. (laughs) You don't want to say it out loud. That's okay. You could say it in your mind or you could say it out loud when you are alone and then say it in your mind when you're with others, okay? And this is what's going to cleanse you constantly, okay? It's just like when you when you go to um, smell perfumes. You're trying to pick out a new scent or cologne, you know, for yourself. And you go to the store and, like, you're surrounded by, like, a thousand scents. And you smell one and it smells good and you smell another one. And after three or four, you just smell like they just smell the same to you and then you have to cleanse your palate by sniffing the coffee or a lemon well we're gonna do the same thing with the word and we're gonna cleanse your mind and your emotional body and we're gonna use the word light right now as the example go ahead and find a word that is your unique and comfortable word I mean it could be it could be uh, chocolate or gumby you know it could be your own word peppermint (laughs) 
but we're going to use the word light right now and I'm going to show you what I mean. So say I'm feeling a little bit anxious. I'm feeling a little bit like I can't do this. I just feel like I want to crawl in the hole and die instead of doing this task that I need to do. You know, like whether it's trying to figure out what the hell SEO is to promote your website or speaking in public or asking your boss for a promotion or a raise or approaching the woman that you think might be the one or the man you think might be the one. So we're going to, we're going to imagine as we say this word that we're being filled up with white light. That's why I'm going to use the word light right now. Okay. So we're going to just do this. We're going to go, we're going to start off normal and then get a little more forceful and a little bit more forceful and whatever thoughts, feelings, negative energies are trying to get you, you're going to use this word as a shield and it's going to protect you from that negative old third dimensional stream and way of thinking. Okay. So we're going to do this. We're going to go light, light, light. Okay, you see how it kind of gets progressively more forceful because you're forcing your mind to think a different thought. You think you're, you're forcing your subconscious mind to accept something new and to reject all the things that got you here in the first place that didn't really serve you, right? So, I mean, if you're in a, in a good place, don't use this. But if you're, if you're finding that you're not quite getting the solution, right? Like, you, you know, you, you have a problem. I have a problem in my life right now and I'm going to not tell you what it is, but so I have a problem right now and I'm going to imagine that uh, problem. But instead of imagining the problem itself, I'm going to imagine that the solution has already been found. The solution has already happened. And so I'm going to knock out all of my doubts, worries, fears, and anxiety with this. We're going to try it again. And then at the end, but while I'm knocking out all that stuff, I'm imagining I have the thing that solving the problem, solving the problem will bring to me, right? Cause you have a goal in mind and, and you have this obstacle in, in front of your goal, whether you, you know, you solve it or someone else solves it. That's not the issue. We're not going to think about the house or why it happened or how it came to be in the first place. We're just going to go, okay, look, this is where I'm at. This is my obstacle in front of me, but we're going to imagine we've already hopped over or bulldozed through the obstacle and we've already gotten to our goal. And I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving, do this later. If you're driving, you could do it out loud with your eyes open. State this, keep your mind on the road, baby. <laughs> Don't want you driving off the road, <laughs> but, but you're going to say this out loud. If, especially if you're alone in your car, Hey, you know, but, um, say this in your mind. Anytime anyone tries to be negative or rude or come at you in a way that will prevent you from getting to the goal you want. Right? So we're going to try it again. Okay. Close your eyes if you can. And if not, keep your eyes on the road. Eyes on the road, eyes on the road. <laughs> what movie is that from? <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute. 
<laughs> okay, so imagine you're already where you want to be. You're not going to think about the problem, the obstacle. You're not going to think about any of that. You're, just, you're where you want to be. It's already happened. You're already there. You accept it. You're receiving it. And if you feel a little bit of drag about how you got there, you're just going to go light, <laughs> light, <laughs> light. There you go. You could do this one time a day, two times a day, 50 times a day, or a thousand times a day. However much it takes to get to where you want to be. And doing this is going to put you in a situation where you're thinking outside of the box. And it's the outside of the box thinking that's going to get you what you want. I mean, if you sit there and go, well, there's four possible scenarios in which this gets fixed and you keep ruminating on the four scenarios and you already know they're not going to work. Why do you keep harping on it? I do this all the time and I know not to do this. I know better. <laughs> I've had law of attraction training, but sometimes I get stuck in that rut and then I have to go, wait a minute. And I don't light. Isn't my word. I have a different word, but I use my word and all of a sudden I feel amazing and I see my goal in sight again and I feel great. And then I know why I was doing this in the first place. Why I had the obstacle in the first place. What do I need to solve? What puzzle? And think it, and that's the other thing. Don't think of your challenges, challenges and obstacles as problems or, or uh, obstacles standing in your way. You're not like a giant boulder in your way. Think of it as an opportunity to solve a puzzle. People like puzzles, right? I love puzzles. That's why for a minute I thought about um, going into um, forensic science. I wanted to maybe be um, a doctor that does autopsies. When they bring in cadavers after you know people die and they don't know why or how, you have to go through the body and figure out. Well, let's see. Their their liver weighs this amount. Of, this amount is it too much or is it not enough or is it okay? And what about the heart? What about the brain? And you got to test things and you've got to do titrations and chemistry and and it's like all these sciences congealed into one science. And it's I love science and it's fascinating. It's fascinating to me. But after working for six months on cadavers. Um, and an additional six months, I tutored human anatomy on uh, cadavers. I uh, started having a problem with my immune system. It started to break down, and I was, like, sick, really sick all the time. And I realized how harsh and bad the chemicals were, and I'm like, well, maybe I don't want to do autopsies after all because I will be having to be around a lot of chemicals. I tried later to go into microbiology, and... The same thing, I, I was allergic to the um, the stuff they put in the Petri dishes, the agar agar. And so I didn't, I didn't become a scientist. And so instead, and I always have been a metaphysician, you know, this has always been kind of a passion of mine with studying spirituality. So, you know, life sometimes will put obstacles in your way that you cannot get around. So you end up doing something else, right? But... At the same time, you're going to be where you need to be if that's what you planned for yourself anyway, right? So if it's meant to be, you have to be very much in the understanding, in the way of the understanding that it's definitely going to happen. 
It can't not happen. The thing that you wish to bring about, you know, now you could bring it about in three months or three weeks, or you could bring it about in, you know, three years. The choice is yours. If you want to fight it and allow negative energy to be the thing that drags you down and makes you resist the thing that you want to bring about, that's, that's up to you. Or you can try the light, light, light method. And you can feel lighter and you feel happier. You could achieve your goals faster. You can manifest your desires quicker because we're now in the fifth dimension and things are easier. <laughs> things are faster. Things will come to us faster. That's the first thing. And the second thing is you can learn how to control your mind. You, if you understand that your moods cost you a fortune, so don't let emotions stand in your way. That's so silly. It's so dumb, right? I mean, think about in your life in the, in the past, like the things that you allowed your emotions to get the better of you. And then, you know, you're at the end holding the bag <laughs> and what's in that bag is up to you, right? Usually it's a bag of crap. If it was something negative, right? <laughs> you know, or maybe you're left at the end without holding the bag and that's what you wanted that bag of gold and you didn't get it because you were too emotional. You could have worked with somebody, but you didn't like the way they, their hair looked or the way they smelled and you didn't get that thing. No, you're not that petty. No one's that petty, <laughs> but there's always like some weird little reason, right? You know, so if you've tried something and didn't get it, there's a reason. So what I'm telling you now is you have a way out. So the next golden opportunity that comes along, no matter if it's a relationship, buying a house, moving to a new country, moving across town to a place or neighborhood that you've always desired to be. Asking your boss for a promotion, getting a raise, starting your own business, going back to college or university or starting there for the first time. And you see obstacles in your path. Well, try the light, light, light method <laughs> and lighten up already because you're going to get it. Don't worry. Everything's going to be completely fine. Remember Eggbok, E-G-B-O-K. Everything's going to be okay. All right, I'm going to go uh, into our Schumann Resonance News for today. At 9 a.m. UTC time, which is the, the time that's based in Tomsk, Russia, 9 o'clock, it says, It seems that today will be a day of relative calm. An isolated quick peak occurred just before 6 and reached 19 hertz. And then at 1700... UTC, they say, effectively after the isolated peak of this morning, not much happened. Just a glimpse of a movement actually ongoing. It started at 16. So, UTC time. So, not much, not much at all. So, we're going to go over to the heartmath.org, Heartmath Institute. They always have much more exciting news, except in the case of Africa. And I don't understand why, but we'll see if it moved up from zero. 
I'm waiting for it. I had it all queued up. Now I'm waiting for the thing to go. All right, here we go, finally. <laughs> All righty. Oh my gosh, I had to pause it because this website, out of all the websites, always gives me an obstacle. <laughs> First off, I'm just going to talk about Hulului, South Africa. Word zero, flatline completely from <laughs> midnight through 4 a.m. and all day yesterday, just pff, nothing. So th that's it. <laughs> but uh, in uh, California at midnight, they started off at 191 hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance. And by 4 a.m. in California, they were at 206. And in, uh, oh, dag damn it. Why, do I, why am I forgetting this city now? <laughs> Hofuf. <laughs> in Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, they started off at midnight at 99, and they went to 104 by 4 a.m., so they went up a little bit as well. And in Lithuania, they started off at 195, and by 4 a.m., ooh, this is a nice number, they were at 222. That's a fun one to look up. I think that means that the Masters of Light are telling you that yes your thing you wish to bring about is is coming but don't worry and keep your keep your mind uh positive because it's gonna happen at this time that's what 222 means <laughs> woohoo had no idea an angel message would be in this tonight that's awesome okay alberta canada at zero i mean midnight <laughs> <laughs> they were not at zero, sorry. At zero hours and zero o'clock. I mean, midnight. <laughs> I've never made that mistake until now. Woo, time for everything. the first time for everything. <laughs> All right. In Alberta, Canada, they started off at 294 hertz frequency on the Schumann Resonance, and by 4 a.m., in Alberta, Canada, they were at 312. 312. All right. And in Northland, New Zealand, they started off at 71 at midnight. And they went up to 82 by 4 a.m. And again, nothing for Hulului. Sorry, Hulului. I hope you guys are still there. I, I haven't heard any news one way or the other. Um, speaking of still there, I guess we should say some prayers for the people who are battening down the hatches, maybe, in, uh, I don't know, I guess Florida, as Hurricane Dorian is on her way. I don't know, is Dorian, like Dorian Gray, is it a he? <laughs> then it'd be a himicane. <laughs> Not a hurricane. So maybe we should call her Dorianne. <laughs> anyway, she's on her way, so batten down the hatches, guys. Be careful out there. Um, oh, speaking of being careful out there, Stromboli went off, the, the uh, volcano off the coast of Italy. I believe it's in Sicily. The one that, you know, threw a, a rock out and hit a hiker and killed him. <laughs> it's a, that, that, that's just like a bully volcano. It's just a bully Anyway, yeah, it, it, Stromboli did go off. I don't know if I mentioned that. 
Oh, I forgot. Ascension symptoms. I forgot to ask for a God here. Okay, so I'd like to be connected to my higher self. I'd like to be connected to God. Am I connected to God? Yes. Muscle testing says yes. Are we at 99 Ascension symptoms scale today? Yes, we are. Yeah, I felt it. I honestly felt like we were. I I just felt it. It's got to be 99. I've been um, all day today really uh, focused, laser focused like I've been, but at the same time, tired, really tired. So I'm feeling like that's got to have something to do with it. Like I felt like I get out of bed and I just felt like I'm going to go right back to bed. I'm like, nope. And I'm being more disciplined these days because I realize I can't reach my goals unless I am disciplined. Right. (laughs) And I've been kind of, you know, not as disciplined in the past as I could have been. And a few years ago, I was extremely disciplined every day and, and, and I kind of let it go for a few years, just traveling with my kids, smoking weed and having a good time. But now I'm still smoking weed, but <laughs> having a good time occasionally. Like I went to the zoo last, last Sunday, which was an amazing time. And I had a great, great birthday, actually. But I made a sacrifice and I wanted to talk to you guys about sacrifices also. Um, a little, just a little bit. I, uh, had an opportunity this morning, early this morning to go with my friend Jordan and his wife and his brother and my son, um, to a place called Busa, which is really beautiful. There's like a lake and you can go camping there. It's like forest here in the Andes mountains. It's only an hour away and you could just take a bus there. Excuse me. A bus ride for an hour here is like $3, $2. It's not very much money. And we were asked to go, and the problem, the reason why I didn't go and why I'm here doing the show is because, well, I have to do my show. I don't have a substitute to fill in for me. I'm too new. It's not like my my beautiful friend Art Bell, who had Ian Punnett and George Nori and a few different people to fill in for him. George Nori ended up taking over the show, but, you know, he, in time, had three or four people that would you know, just fill in for him so he could take a weekend off and enjoy with his wife, you know, and over the years he had a couple different wives, but you know, it was, you know, for him that was cool. But for me, I'm still in the very beginning, new, 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 new stages. And in a way I painted myself into a corner. I realized that (laughs) when you take on the responsibility of doing a show for seven days a week and you take on the responsibility of and the challenge of doing 365 shows in a row it's a little challenging and i'm almost to the 300 mark i don't even know if i'm there yet but i'm i'm no I'm, I'm somewhere between 250 shows and 300 shows already without a missed day there was one day that i didn't get the show out on time and that's simply because there was no internet i was in a hostel and they didn't care I left them a really bad review. <laughs> the review I left them was so bad that Hostel World said, do you want to, someone to call you? <laughs> do you need to talk about it? <laughs> no, I don't need to talk about it. I said, I said what I had to say. <laughs> the place was decorated like someone's crazy grandmother from the 60s and it smelled like sewer and there was no internet and they didn't give a crap. They refused to reset the internet and it was on top of, well, 
the sewer tower <laughs> and no one wanted to climb it. I don't know. It was just like a, a pipe that went to the third floor and the, all the rooms on the third floor smelled like, well, you know what? It smelled like bathrooms from the rest of the hostel. <laughs> and they didn't feel like doing anything about that either. Anyway, so I gave them a horrible review. <laughs> And it's so sad because they were so nice the first day. And then the second day, they acted like they never saw us in their life. And their dog was nice to me the first day. And the second day, the dog was like, yeah, 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 mean, 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 you know. But that was the only night I've ever been really late where I didn't get it out until like the very next morning. And I felt so bad about that because it was my commitment. But I did fulfill my promise and I did get that out. And I you know, got my, that and my next days out pretty quickly because of it. But anyway, I painted myself into a corner and I realized I did that. And my, my kid is right now with our best one. Well, he's, it's like really our only really good friend here. You know, we have some friends here that we don't know well enough yet to say, oh yeah, you're my best friend, but we've got some good friends here, but Jordan, he is our best best friend here in Ecuador and um, anyway so my son's out camping with him right now and I'm a little jealous my son bought a bag of marshmallows and I'm on the keto diet and that's the other thing my food is here <laughs> my internet and electricity are here I tried to talk them into going to the beach let's all go to the beach guys you know you guys can be a part of the show and they're like we can't afford it I'm like I can't really afford it either <laughs> I mean, I kind of really want it. I want to make enough money someday I can go and just for one month go live in luxury. Like there are some gorgeous places on the coast in Salinas and, I, you know, I would take pictures of. And speaking of pictures, I haven't gotten my zoo pictures up yet. I will. I'll do that soon. Um, I've been busy cleaning today, guys. It is a new moon in Virgo. New moon in Virgo. So not only did I sacrifice my potential fun for the night, but sometimes it's necessary to sacrifice. You know, if you are a, a mother and you're working and you decide to go back to university, for example, or even a father, and you just don't get to see your kids as often. You know, you used to see them every single day, and now you only see them two or three times a week. You know, you explained to your family, hey, this is a season in my life. It's just a season, all right? And at the end of the season of this part of our lives, we're going to be so much better off on the other end of it. And I'm sacrificing now so that we have a better life later. That's how you explain this to your kids, right? I know one of you, one of you, one of you out there is going through this exact thing right now. And I applaud you because it is hard to go back especially when you're our age I mean she's a little younger than me I think but it's hard to go back to university and it's hard to make that kind of sacrifice run a household work full-time go to university I mean if if I ever see you man I'm gonna give you the biggest hug and I'm probably gonna buy you chocolate okay <laughs> because you deserve a million times more than that but you know I just you're, you're, you're going you're gonna to do it. And I applaud you. But no matter what it is in your life, the thing that you're facing, you know, whether you're looking for a job, you're like, oh, I can't find a job, you know, and you're, and you're upset. It's just a sacrifice. You know, you have to get up at six in the morning and leave the house, you know, and start looking, pounding the pavement, looking and looking and looking. Or maybe it's um, 
starting your own business and you're just like, oh, it's a stretch, you know, it's, it's such a stretch because you don't have the capital and now you've got to ask people and you've got to ooh, kind of swallow your pride and, and ask angel investors and, you know, try to figure out, you know, what it is that you need. You know, how do you raise money? I mean, some people are producers, straight up executive producer. Anytime you see a movie or a TV show and it says executive producer, you know how that person gets that title? That's because they pulled the money in for the project. They pulled the most money in and they deserve top billing. You know, the actors, obviously, because, you know, the writers and the actors and then boom, executive producer, because it's not going to get made without that. You know, you need all the components, right? And then the producers bring in some money, but they don't bring in the most money. And the executives, those are the ones. But most of us are like, what? We can't do this. What? It's embarrassing, right? But sometimes you need to sacrifice. You need to swallow your pride or you need to sacrifice your time. Sometimes you need to sacrifice your sleep. But I, I would suggest that you try never to sacrifice your health. And you never sacrifice your relationship with your own mother or father. You know, and make sure you do have time for your family. You know, maybe it's once a week where it used to be once a day before, or maybe it's once a month with your mother where it used to be once a week before, you know, but sometimes it's necessary to make sacrifices, but make sure that you make a promise to yourself that it's not going to be too long before you connect with the people in your life again. And that you are not always sacrificing your fun. You know, like today, for example, I say I sacrificed some fun. I mean, campfire, telling ghost stories. We were going to go paintballing in the forest. <laughs> and it sounded like so much fun. But I, I honestly, I had to stay back to do my show. And my kid is out having fun. And, and um, I know these people very, very well who have my kid. And, and I've known Jordan for years and years. And... I don't know. He's my spiritual brother, so it's all good. But sometimes you got to sacrifice. So I wanted to talk about that and just say it's okay to sacrifice something for a goal that you have or a commitment that you made, you know, and it's okay to not eat the birthday cake this year because you're on the keto diet. It's okay to have a shot of tequila instead of that birthday cake because you're on the keto diet. You know, you really, it's really okay. It's completely okay. Sometimes we need to sacrifice. You know, uh, I told the kids you need to sacrifice. Uh, we need to sacrifice and scrimp and save. And we did for a year and a half. And I was able to pay for our little house in Detroit. And we lived there for another year and a half before we decided to go out traveling again. But um, they really, really, really wanted that house. And now I've got a house, you know, even though I'm not living in Detroit and I've decided I, I, I don't know, you guys, I, I am secretly a Latina. I mean, the only way I could become Latina, I can't do it genetically. So I have to do it through naturalization and I'm becoming a citizen. So I am the foreign person in a, in a foreign country trying to do it and um, there's a lot of sacrifices involved with this but in the end if this is what your heart desires and this is the passion that God or the universe put in your heart of hearts then the sacrifice is worth it so I just wanted to say that all right well today we are lesson 81 in A Course in Miracles ACIM.org and lesson 81 
It's a review. We're already on our second review already. I can't even believe it. Anyway, the first, we're going to go through two lessons for every review for the next few days. Okay, so we're going to review lesson 61. I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Let me not obscure the light of the world in me. Let the light of the world shine through this appearance. This shadow will vanish before the light. I am the light of the world. And lesson 62. Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. Let, let this help me learn what forgiveness means. Let me not separate my function from my will. I will not use this for an alien purpose. Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. All right. If you want to go and read the, the, um, the, these lessons or more, whatever, if you want to start this, uh, ACIM.org. And again, there's an app. I wanted to quickly thank Joy for writing me. She just wrote me while I was recording this and I didn't see the whole email yet. I'm going to read it in about an hour. But I wanted to thank you. You said that you live in Frisco, Texas, and your your girlfriend told you about the show, and you guys just listen every day. Oh, my God, I'm so excited to hear that. That makes me feel so validated, and I feel amazing that you are there, and you're supporting me and listening every day. I'm so grateful to hear that. Um, and I'm glad that I'm, I'm helping you and teaching you so much because I'm just, I feel like I have to give my knowledge to the world and this is how I've chosen to do it. Um, I would be too nervous if it was on video, but if it's just me and the, me and a cell phone in a room by myself, okay, cool. I can handle that. <laughs> and I might, I was having problems with the YouTube. I tried to start this on the YouTube channel and this is maybe better. I like the podcast platform better. When you do YouTube, your channel's only on YouTube. When you do a podcast, apparently it goes all over. And I'm on every podcast player app and platform since I got syndicated. And when you're on YouTube, you don't get reviews in magazines, but I've already had two and I already won an award right in the beginning. So I'm glad I did a podcast and now I'm even more glad because Joy and, and her friend are listening and so are you and I'm, I'm glad to have you guys on board and we're on this crazy wild spiritual journey together and you know it's just getting better and better every day in every way I'm getting better and better and so are you. All right, it's time for another Feng Shui Thursday. (laughs) So tonight's topic is Feng Shui for prosperity, abundance, luck, wealth, money, 
and we're going to try to go over some money cures and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about feng shui. What can you do in your home right now to get money into your life flowing like a river or a mad waterfall? (laughs) And what does that have to do with the new moon in Virgo, by the way, which just happened. It's happening right now. New moon in Virgo. After this message, I'm going to tell you exactly what feng shui to attract money has to do with the new moon in Virgo after this. Hi guys, I know that it's summertime, it's August, I was born in August, and I know this is a hot, hot month, especially if you're in the United States, and now we've sent the hotness over to Europe. (laughs) So if you are enjoying the summer heat, but you're not enjoying what it's doing to your skin, I may have a solution for you. CTFO known for its high quality CBD oil hemp products. CTFO stands for change the future outcome. Of course, this is changing the future outcome of your skin, your life, and well, maybe your pocketbook if you decide to join the business for absolutely free. And the link is provided for the products and the business right in this show's description. I just wanted to let you know real quick that CTFO has a brand new full spectrum CBD oil, hemp oil infused SPF 30 sunscreen. So this looks amazing. This is really going to help you out with those fine lines, dark spots, and skin aging that normally would occur if you did not use any protection at all. Uh, As you know, CBD oil does help against free radicals. It helps get rid of wrinkles. It reverses skin conditions such as ruddiness, breakouts, and also inflammation in the skin. So this is a gentle sheer formula enriched with antioxidants and it protects all skin types as well as being water resistant we also have a new after sun skincare cream filled with vitamin d and as you know your skin would love to absorb the vitamin d not just from the sun but also from the cream after you're out of the sun remember we talked about a couple weeks ago how vitamin d can help you absorb things like magnesium potassium vitamin c and it goes down to the bone and it makes you so healthy vitamin d is excellent and here it's this this cream this after sun skincare cream has loads of vitamin d so if you want to check it out yeah if you don't want to that's cool if you want to check it out there is a link in the show's description just wanted to let you guys know
All right, guys, we're going to get right into it. Last time we had a Feng Shui Thursday, it was about romantic relationships. Today, we're going to talk about prosperity, wealth, abundance, luck, and all that good stuff. As it says in The Science of Getting Rich that we've been reading every Saturday, and this coming Saturday we will continue with that. It says that you should not want to be content with just a little when you can have and use more. And be more in the world if you have the tools or money to do so, right? So we're going to talk about how to use feng shui for prosperity, abundance, wealth, and good luck when it comes to money. We're going to go over some money cures in the event that you're not already wealthy. Or if you've been having some stagnation with your money, like say, say for example, you you're doing okay actually. You're making a, you know, a couple 10 or 20 or 30,000 over what you need to survive. So you're, wow, you're in the money. You're doing well. Well, say your, your investments suddenly aren't doing so well, or maybe all of a sudden you start having emergencies. I have a friend who had $150,000 in the bank after he bought a house with cash, but that's all he had. He didn't, he didn't save for a rainy day. Like a big rainy day, he's he saved for a drizzle. <laughs> Hundred fifty thousand doesn't get you really far when it comes to things like uh, operations for your mother. And that's what he spent his last remaining money on. The guy can't even put together five hundred dollars right now. That's not being wealthy. <laughs> that's having had some money. Now it's over. Now you got to start over, right? So. If, if you're in a situation where everything was good and you had a good flow and all of a sudden the flow stopped, wait a minute, is there a kink in my money hose? Maybe, but we have the cure and we're going to talk about that tonight. Now I promised in the first half, I'm going to tell you guys, what does feng shui for abundance have to do with a new moon in Virgo? Well, I'm going to tell you. First of all, it's a new moon. This is a time of new beginnings. Virgo is a time to clean and assess the clutter in your life. You could be cluttering your life up with a bunch of meaningless conversations with people that have nothing in common with you and they're wasting your time. Clear it out, baby. Cut them out of your life if they're not really doing you any favors. I mean, not that they need to do favors, but you know, when people are just, hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? And they just waste your time with idle chit chat that just is completely meaningless. You know, and I have a couple websites I visit and I go and talk to people, but I have a lot of like these kinds of conversations And I'll go and talk to people like that for like four or five minutes every three to six months. (laughs) I don't do it every day. I can't. I don't have that kind of time or energy. It's just exhausting. It's draining to me. I am an extremely old soul and I'm an empath and it, you know, and I, I don't have the the need for this idle chit chat. How's the weather where you live? Where are you living now? What are you doing now? It's like, 
Ugh, 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 you know? I had somebody actually wrote to me on this one website that I, I have social time on some once in a great while, and I just was there yesterday. And he said, um, he asked me this really intense question about my philosophy of life. And um, do I believe in predestination or do we make our own destiny? And what would my answer to that be? Oh my God. I was like, thank God. Somebody that, that wants to get into it, be a deep diver from the beginning. Yeah. First question. Incredible. It was like, oh, it's like a breath of fresh air because I want to get into it. You know, like I'll, I'll like ask people right away, you know, if they have any past life memories or what were their dreams last night. And people just look at me like I'm crazy. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Hi, buenas noches. Como estas? Like, I'm just like, get so angry. Like at the idle chit chat crap. Right. So it's new moon in Virgo time and it is time to clear out things like that. Right. Your idle hours wasted on the social media platforms that you don't really need to be on right now for whatever goal you're trying to get done in your life. So you need to clear out the clutter of just blah time, you know, like I still play my, um, the quiz game. I think it's literally called the quiz game on, um, on Facebook. And I play this with my friend because she's suffering from, post-traumatic stress disorder and I love her so much and I've known her for 25 years and I know this is something that helps her get through her day and she plays this game with like five or six people and it's like her she has so much anxiety that she'll let go and do her work for an hour until she can't stand it anymore and she gets her PTSD kicks in and she goes and plays a quiz game so I do play the quiz game three or four times a day but I'm doing it to support my friend Otherwise, I wouldn't even bother with it, to be honest. It's like, whether I know this trivia or not is trivial because it's not, you know, where my goals are and it's not where my mind and heart need to be. But my heart is with my friend. And so that's our way of spending time together. We we answer the questions and we kind of make fun of the questions and mocking is a big part of it. And it's so fun. But as far as... Um, the other stuff, just the, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Blah, blah. I just started doing the thumbs up symbol on, you know, most of those people that say, just, hey, yeah, all right, cool. I'll say, uh-huh, hmm, cool. And then I just kind of move on because it's like, I, I, I'm not one for idle chit-chat. I never have been. It's always been something that irritates me. So clearing out that kind of clutter, clearing out uh, friends that you see in person that are putting you down they're not supporting you as a person or your dreams or maybe they bully you or mock you or make fun of your hairstyle or clothing or whatever um those kind of people you need to cut them out if you haven't already you know people that tell you it's never going to work and you're being ripped off or those dreams aren't really you know those goals aren't you know you joined an mlm and so that's just a pyramid scheme you know people that say this kind of crap to you you know if they're if they're super wealthy and they know what they're talking about, you might want to listen, but you know what? Dollars to donuts. Chances are these people don't know Jack and they're struggling worse than you or the same as you, right? So you got to clear out the clutter of, you know, the people that will hold you back in a way that they're going to make you doubt yourself because you deserve better. 
right? But you also need to clear out the clutter. And that's when we get into the feng shui. <laughs> you have to clear out the clutter in your house. Oh, that's right. Because just junk laying around, that just, it, it like drags. It drags the energy, drags the energy down in your place, right? And I don't mean like, you know, you probably just don't have trash laying everywhere, I mean, I live with a teenager and it's like, oh my God, I'm constantly clean up after him. I literally found six pennies on the floor, just everywhere, randomly. And then I went into my, my bedroom to open up my curtain and there's six more pennies. I'm like, where are all these pennies coming from? I mean, I like having money around, but I don't think that treating money like that is good either, right? And so my clutter this, this week has been pennies. I'm like, what is my son thinking? But he's just, you know, he's just a teenager. Teenagers don't, they don't know what they're doing when they're doing it. They, their brain is in the process of being clipped out and they don't, there's like, there's neurons in the brain. They just, you know, if they're not using it, they're losing it right now. <laughs> and so, you know, if you have teenagers right now, you just have to give them a break. Why did you, you know what? Okay, fine. It's okay. I love you. That's it. Just, I love you. Cause when they're 20, 21, now you can have a real conversation about why they did something. But when they're like 14 to 17 or 18, forget it. Don't even just, you know what? Can you possibly do this? Great. Thank you. Can you possibly clean your jackets up off the floor? Why'd you throw, there's a, there's a tree to hang them on. Why'd you put that on the floor? Right. You just go, you don't even have the conversation. Just, Hey, can you hang up your jackets? Thanks. That'd be great. <laughs> It's so hard. It's so hard sometimes, but that's the kind of clutter, just the, the stuff on the floor. If, and I noticed I was reading this earlier and I saw that you have to have correct feng shui in the right area of your home, your money area. <laughs> and I realized that my money area is cluttered right now with books notebooks and pens and they're not neatly arranged because I've been doing a lot of research. I've been writing a lot of things and all the stuff, the paperwork with the Ecuadorian government and all this stuff. I just have a stack of notebooks, you know, just, it's not even really papers or anything. It's not mail. I don't even, I'm living in a, in a world where we don't receive mail. <laughs> I did it. Kramer would be so proud of me, <laughs> but it's just notebooks. I have notebooks and books in, in like when I, in, in back when I had 11 bookcases, my God, I had stacks and stacks of books everywhere. You know, it's like I'm, I'm researching reincarnation in the morning and then in the afternoon, maybe I would be doing meditation or breathing techniques. So I'd have piles of books everywhere, but you got to keep your clutter <laughs> in check. <laughs> so that's, that's one, that's another thing. Another, another part of the clutter is your closets. Go through all of your old clothes that you don't wear anymore. There's a secret to this, to clearing out the clutter. And this helps you with feng shui is when you take everything in your closet and you put it and it's on the hanger and you reverse the hanger so that the uh, pointy end is pointing towards you. Right. 
And when you take something out and you wear it, when you go to hang it up again, make sure it's pointing back towards the back of the closet because that way you know you did wear it, you're going to wear it again. And after six months, all the things are still facing your way, unless it's summertime and it's it, those are winter coats or something, um, you know, then give it a year. But at the end of like maybe a year or six months, if it's still facing your way, you know what? It's time to get rid of it. Donate it. You know, maybe somebody else could use it and um, clear out your clutter. It, it clears it out. It's good for you. I'm getting ready to do that. My son and I are having a conversation and we're surrounded by Venezuelan refugees. And his friend who's a Venezuelan refugee said that he needs clothes. He just, he left the backpack and he hardly had anything. And he walked from Venezuela through Colombia, through Ecuador to reach this city and they're friends now. And, and my son's like, why does this guy want my old sweatpants? It's weird. I'm like, but honey, he doesn't have anything. And that's all he's got right now. And in time he'll replace it and he'll pass it along to somebody else, you know? So let's do it. Let's, let's get all of our clothes together and you know, we'll, we'll, you know, clothe his family if we can, you know, and then in time they'll get rid of it and they'll get their own stuff. Right. But, um, clear out the clutter baby and that's what the new moon in Virgo this is a connection because this is a time you feel like cleaning <laughs> so clean your walls scrub your floors pick up all the clutter make everything neat and tidy neat and tidy because that is going to allow the chi the energy to flow through your home don't let the stagnant energy stay. Open up your windows. Allow the breeze to come in. Open up your curtains and allow your, the sunshine to come in because that brings new energy and new energy in the money area of your home is going to bring you more money. <laughs> now, that's now if you just do nothing else, that's not going to bring you more money. You and I both know that, right? So you have to work for it. You got to work towards your goals. But if things are stagnant, like your investments are lagging and dragging, and my God, we all know what's going on right now. We don't want to talk about it. Bitcoin is like really low right now. If you do Bitcoin, although it's a fantastic time to buy right now. But um, the I just lost $100 in the stock market this past month. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? You know, it took me years to make $300. You know, I'm doing acorns, so it takes forever and it does grow. But I was just like, this is ridiculous. This is totally ridiculous. I made more money in the past month with, um, actually in the past week, actually in the past three days, I made more money with Bitcoin than I did with the stock market in the past three years. So it's kind of like nuts. <laughs> What's going on with the, the stock market? It's like, I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> But we want to attract wealth and good luck and prosperity and abundance. Doesn't have to only be investments, it can be anything. So what do you do? You gotta locate the money area in your home. Okay? This is the southeast area of your house, your home, your office. Could be your home office, okay? So if you don't want to do these money cures in your home, like say the southeast area ends up being like a bathroom or something, and, and you know what, if it is, we've got some cures for that. But, 
you got to locate that and you've got to do these things. Okay. If you can, you don't have to do them all. Just pick the ones you like and go with that. The first thing is your, uh, money door, like your, your chi, the mouth of chi, chi is, uh, energy. It's like prana or, um, it's just, it's just like the, uh, or auric energy, right? It's just all around us. We don't always see it, but the very first thing is how you walk in your door. You cannot have clutter the moment you walk into your door because you're going to choke off your own wealth. So you could paint your door red. That is a very good, vibrant, energetic, powerful color for, uh, vitality and prosperity, both. So health as well as wealth. But if you don't like red, that's okay. It's not going to be a big deal. You could paint your door green or put in a wooden door. Wooden is a symbol of growth, life, and money. And you could even paint it black. There's even a song. Isn't there a song called Painted Black? But you got to make sure that the front of your house, if you live in a house... If you live in an apartment, you know, you can't really paint the door or a condo. Condo board will have your, you know, what in a vice grip. <laughs> if no one else has a red door but you, you know, we know how that goes. But, <laughs> but you have to make the front door clean, clutter-free. There can't be a bunch of dirt and leaves laying around. Put, um, you could put money plants to welcome the energy of money in. And you could even put bells to scare away the demons that would take away your money and wealth, right? <laughs> so, let's see. Um, you could also, blue is another color that will bring in money and wealth. So, whatever color you like, okay? And I don't think there's a problem if you do live in a place where you can't color the outside. You can always take um, fabric starch and put fabric on the back part of the door. So at least you got the energy there, right? And if you are living in a place that adds up to the number four, the wealth cure there is to maybe double it and put a four on the other side. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put another four. I would put 11, 11, you know, just nail four, one, one, like four ones, go get brass numbers. And on the back of your door, you could, you could tape it or, um, you know, if you are renting or just nail it up. So it just covered up with toothpaste later. <laughs> okay. You just put one, 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 one. So if you live in four, in a four place, now you just made it an eight, eight is the number of money. And it's also turn it on its side, the number of infinity. So hanging up wind chimes will help you bring in positivity and blessings. They'll make you smile every time you, you hear them near the front door. Okay, so that will that is a way to invite money into your life. Also, spirits that would be negative to come into your house won't come near your house because they don't like the, the high vibration that wind chimes bring. Keep your toilet lid closed. Yeah. Did you know that every time you flush the toilet, if the lid is up or non-existent, you're flushing away all of your good chi. You're flushing it down the drain along with your wealth and abundance. So keep your toilet lid 
closed. Now, there's another thing if your if your front door faces a bathroom and the toilet faces a front door, oh, you're shit out of luck, pal. <laughs> it goes all your money. <laughs> Unless you do a lot of these wealth cures, you've got to keep the bathroom door closed. You got to keep the door of the lid of the toilet closed. I mean, it's ridiculous. I've been to places like that where people just couldn't hold on to money. And I saw that. I'm like, whoa, keep your bathroom door closed. That will stop it. You know, but it's especially if the bathroom's in the southeast corner. Oh, my God. Another thing is if you have, um, especially if your southeast corner is your, your kitchen, paint your kitchen a green color. Now, if you don't like the color green, there's some greens that don't quite look as green as others, celadon or celery or something. And you can put highlights. And if you don't like that, put in a money plant, like a bamboo money plant or a money plant is called a money plant. There's actually a plant where the leaves are round and look like half dollar bills, but find a plant that's green and evergreen. It's not going to change colors and keep that in your kitchen. Also, if you could put a mirror or two up that will reflect your cooking, that shows abundance. So if you have four burners and you put up a mirror, now it looks like you have eight burners because now you're doubling your abundance that way. Your, your uh, cooking, you know, your food, that is a symbol of your wealth and abundance and your prosperity because you're able to feed and provide for your family with your wealth, right? So if you can, you can go ahead and put just a mirror up that will reflect the stove. Now, if your stove is always cluttered and your kitchen's always dirty and if your um, your stove is uh, messy and then you reflect that, guess what? Yeah, <laughs> you just blocked your own abundance. So you got to keep it clean, if, especially if you're going to put a mirror up. Make sure that all of your doors open easily and all the way. There's nothing behind the doors. There's no problem with them opening in and out. Because it's the ease with which you flow through your life. And if you're not flowing through your life easily because you can't get in and out of your own doors, you know, say you have like a a hamper with your dirty laundry behind your bedroom door and you don't open your door all the way, like that's going to block your flow. And you don't want to block your flow, yo. (laughs) You want everything to go okay. So you have to minimize, you have to keep all the walkways in your home clear. You're, because it, it creates hassles, delays, irritation, and that just drags on your energy. So make sure everything is picked up, put away. Everything has a place. And if you don't need it, again, get rid of the clutter. And that will allow for more chi, more energy to flow in and bring you more prosperity and abundance. Okay? Um... It says it can, and I'm looking at this website by Tess Whitehurst. She is a witch, and I'm going to spell her name Tess, T-E-S-S, and her last name is Whitehurst, W-H-I-T-E, like the color white, 
H-U-R-S-T. TessWhitehurst.com and she has all kinds of really amazing articles on her website. And the one I'm looking at right now is the nine best feng shui tips for wealth. Oh, and here she says, clear your clutter. See, that was already mine. <laughs> I've studied this stuff um, for years because it's very interesting to me. So, um, but that's what she says. Even if there's like hooks on doors or racks, if it makes the door feel kind of heavy or unwield, unwieldy, oh, that just remind me, my, my mom used to have like an over-the-door rack that they were selling like as seen on TV. I think she got it maybe at the mall at the as seen on TV store. And she was like, Oh look, I have all this extra space. And it was hard to get in and out of her room. And I'm like, that was such a hassle. And I didn't know about feng shui at that at that time. This was a long time ago. I wish I would have told her, but I didn't know back then. So, um, anything that creates clutter in your house will create like an energy suck. You know, it's a vacuum. It's like, your old things become an energy vampire, you know? So you just need to get rid of all that. Another thing is water is a symbol for flow of life force energy and money, okay? So if you have a constant drip, 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 drippity, dropity, drip, and it's and it's driving you crazy all night long. Not only you can be overwhelmed, annoyed, and irritated, but there goes your money just nickeling and diming you to death. Right? <clears throat> Fix all your leaks. A washer costs what? 10, 20, 30 cents. You know you can fix it. You could you could hire someone or get a neighbor. You know to fix it if you don't know how. Or look it up on YouTube. It takes 10 minutes to learn how to fix a leaky faucet. Do not allow your toilet to run. If the back of your toilet, if you have to go in the back of your toilet and jiggle the thing and you have to do it a couple times a day. This happened to me when I lived in Detroit. It drove me crazy. So I I had to hire a plumber to come in and fix it. And um, then I had another horrible thing that happened in my my basement. My pipes freaking burst. And thank God it did not burst on the wrong side of the meter because I would have owed tens of thousands of dollars. It took four days, four days of a massive pipe burst, like a city pipe burst inside my basement. And and I went downstairs and I, and I couldn't walk down there for a while. It was in the very center of my basement, a big freaking swirl of water like a whirlpool <laughs> going, literally going down the drain. And I'm like, I need to get out of this house. That's crazy. And I finally, I had someone come and fix it. Thank God. And everything was fine. But, and then he fixed it wrong and it broke again. And then another person had to come in $800 in total. It cost me just to fix. This is like the massive leak from hell, literally. And in my basement and I had a, um, we had a ghost in our basement. I mean, we'd be doing laundry and the ghost would throw crap at our heads. And we would turn around and no one's there. And and one time I was, I, I, didn't, I felt the presence of the ghost. I'm like, I know you're there. What do you want? <laughs> and then uh, a bottle that I didn't even know was in the darker part of my basement. I was afraid to go when I first moved in there. It, it, the bottle rolled towards me. 
I ran so fast up the stairs and, and you remember I had broken my leg actually. And, yeah. And I was on, I had my cast. It was freaking ridiculous, but <laughs> actually I think it was after I got out, it wasn't my first week. It was like right my first week outside of the cast and I ran and I'd run up the stairs and I was just like, Oh my God, I could barely, I like got to the top. I was like, <sighs> it was I was so scared that that energy leak, it was just like, Oh my God, all my money went to that. And, and then all of a sudden all these other things like my pipe burst because it got cold and I had to replace a toilet downstairs in the basement again. It was always the basement. So you got to make sure that your basement is taken care of, especially all the leaky stuff because it's like precious resources. It's like a symbol of that, right? I mean, I left my house. I don't live there now. And I'm going to have to go back and sell that place. Cause I'm like, no, I, I don't like that energy of that covering your drains. This is interesting. If you happen to have an uncovered drain in your shower, bathtub, or any of your sinks, it resembles a black hole of, Oh wow. You know, so you, there goes all your wealth and money down the drain. I didn't know about this one. So I'm going to have to figure out something <laughs> to cover all the drains. Oh, I see what it means. Oh, I see. Cause it's showing on, on Tess Whitehurst's website. It shows a, uh, the, the metal cover. I think that's what she means. So if you have a hole that's not being covered by like a normal, you know, just like your normal sink, you know, like the plate that goes over, if it's just a, like a black hole, you need to cover that. Just, it, that only costs like what? It's like a $2 fix, right? Even if you're renting, don't even bother asking the landlord. Just pay the $2. If they're not going to reimburse you when you move out, just take it with you. <laughs> you know, you never know when you're going to need a, a drain thing. Okay, don't take it with you. That's too cluttery. I'm kidding. I'm kidding about that. So you just, you want this to, your life, your house to be an affirmation of positive energy for your bank account, for your life. Now, here's a really super fun one. Have a fountain. Water equals wealth, so might, might as well put the fountain in your living room in the southeast corner of your living room, all right? You could even have a fountain and a bamboo plant and a dragon, one of those little dragon, um, or there's a money frog and you put coins in its mouth. There's also um, a money dragon or golden dragon. You can put money in its mouth. If you like this stuff, if you don't like the Chinese cures, you don't have to have something that's going to irritate you because again, that will affect how you prosper in life. Make sure that all of your house plants are healthy and I'm looking at my three house plants. I have one that was just the sprig of green that comes in a dozen roses that I bought for $4 over a year, like a year and a half ago, almost 20 months ago. And this thing, it's like, it's a little yellowy and brownish, but it's still very much alive. And it is like tripled. It is tripled in height and it doesn't need water. It, it, I mean, it only needs water. It doesn't need dirt. It is the damnedest thing. And then I got another one and it started growing. And I'm like, well, I got to put that with the other one. And then my uh, friend Jordan, his mother-in-law gave me a couple plants and they're like, I love these plants so much, but these poor babies are on their last legs. 
<laughs> I don't get enough sunlight and I put them in the window and I think the window is taking not giving them the best kind of sunlight I don't know what to do about it I might just go plant them in the planter downstairs some night because <laughs> I want them to be healthy but I these plants are not very healthy right now I am trying to my son and I are like what do we do if we mulch is that gonna make it moldy and then there'll be mold in our house that's not good that's never good when the air is unbreathable then that's bad feng shui so we've been trying to discuss like what do we do with these poor plants <laughs> and they're succulents and they're just adorable but they're like they're so like they're not happy my plants are not happy and I'm not an earth person like even though my symbol is Virgo I am I work better with fire and water <laughs> My son is the earth person and he's still like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't either. So it says having the best possible, like the happiest possible house plants. It says if, if, if your house plants are struggling, do your best to revive it. And if you can't seem to do it after a reasonable length of time, just give it to a house plant whisperer friend or release it with love to a compost bin. Oh, you know what? Actually, I do have a plant that died. I need to do that. See? I'm learning something, too. <laughs> I'm learning with you guys. It's so awesome. So it says, uh, keep plants in bright, indirect sunlight and change the water every week or two. See, I've been doing all that. It's just not working. Tap water, apparently, is not good for plants. So... Um, so those are some of the, you know, a couple of these were the ideas of Tess Whitehurst. Now, there's another place called thespruce.com online. And they say if you put a, a feng shui wealth face, a wealth face is one of the oldest feng shui abundance cures. So, yeah, you know what? How many very wealthy people's houses have you ever walked in? Even if you go on like an open house tour of the wealthiest um, houses for sale in your neighborhood or in your city. That's so fun. Um, how many of them have a vase that made me realize, actually, I've always seen wealth vases in houses, not even knowing that's what they were. So it is a, a an abundance cure that helps to attract and to strengthen the flow of wealth and prosperity through your home. Now I'm thinking you have to put that in your wealth corner, your Southeast corner. And if that corner of your house doesn't work um, there in the Western feng shui, they say, if you look at your house blueprints, the upper left corner, when you're looking down at your blueprints, that might be your best bet. But I don't think that's always Southeast. So I prefer to do according to the sun. It just feels better for me personally. But if you have a fish aquarium, that brings wealth in. Fish are very potent feng shui cures and they attract wealth and abundance. And as they're swimming around, you feel relaxed and happy. And when you're relaxed and happy, guess what? You're higher up on the energetic scale like we talked about in last night's episode, right? So if you're relaxed, you can become happy and maybe you become joyful because you're watching these happy little fish. You know, when they're taken care of, now you got to keep the clutter out of their, their tank. Got to keep it clean. And that's going to bring the green. <laughs> it's very auspicious because it brings harmony 
and many wealth attracting feng shui factors. You can even put a little tiny treasure chest inside there. Now, the most common use of Chinese coins in feng shui is obviously to bring in money. So you could bring uh, in feng shui coins and this could be good luck and protection as well as money. So you can also, when you already have financial stability, put Chinese coins in your southeast corner to protect the wealth you already have. Okay. And it's also going to bring luck. Now, bamboo, lucky bamboo. This is the, this is the plant according to the spruce.com. It's one of the most popular feng shui cures. So if it's growing in your garden, it's going to be trans transcendental. You can meditate under it. It's a very peaceful plant. It brings a, a different kind of joy than other plants, right? And it is a feng shui cure. And it says buy it with a specific number of bamboo stalks. Now, I would venture to guess eight might be good if that's not your number. Maybe you want money for your family. I would do six. Maybe you want money to raise kids and you don't have kids yet. You want kids. Six brings kids. Don't do it in a number four or number 13, though. That's bad luck. Wealth ship. Ooh. I knew a lot of people growing up that had wealth ships. I didn't realize that's what it was. Check this out. The wealth ship is a popular tradition feng shui money cure because unlike other feng shui money cures, such as a money frog or a laughing Buddha. Oh, that's a good one. Also, you know what that cat that waves its arm in Chinese restaurants? It's waving away bad luck and pulling in good luck and good money. And whenever you see one of those cats, those white cats, they're seen up and they're waving at you with a perpetual wave. That is pulling in good energy, pushing out bad energy. And it's in every Chinese restaurant I think I've ever been to throughout all of South America, at least, if not every time throughout my whole life, I've seen those. And usually it's next to a little bowl of money. Sometimes it's next to a little bowl of rice. Sometimes if you put a bowl of uncooked rice in your money corner, that also pulls in good feng shui, but you got to change it out. You got to throw out the old rice, put in new rice like once a month. I think you could look that up though, just to make sure uh, now, wealth ship, um, it says it looks great in any space and any decor. Well, you know what? I was a captain of a ship in a past life. I quite agree, but if you're not into ships, if it's too strange, you don't have to do that. Do something else. Fountains can be anything. They can have Chinese writing on them that mean health or wealth or whatever. Or you could have something more modern. You can have any kind of if, as long as you have water that's flowing and it's it's always there. Now, if you have a fountain and it's going, going, and going, and then gets dusty, that's not good. Or if it if the water evaporates out because you live in a very hot place and then, you know, you, it's still going and then the motor goes out, that's not good either. So you have to make sure, you know, if you're going to have a fountain that's always flowing, make sure it's clean and it's always flowing with clean water. Don't allow moss to grow either because that could gum up the works as they say 
Now this is a really fun one. There's a gem tree that you can go get um, usually at a, at a store where they sell like agates, amethyst, coral, you know, like quartz. And um, the feng shui gem trees that contain citrine and also the red coral. Uh, I, I just bought a bracelet of that for good luck and I wore it to my appointment when I went to get my visa and I got my visa and it, it, they saw us pretty quick. I mean, everyone else was waiting for a long time and we had to wait for like an hour, but before the first time we went, we waited five hours to be seen. So it was pretty cool. Laughing Buddha statue is a long-term feng shui cure for good luck, abundance, happiness, success, and good health. Well, as they say, laughter is the best medicine, right? Woohoo! <laughs> and you can't look at the laughing Buddha and not smile. The little guy's so happy. The little guy is so happy. I love him. He's called the Hote or the Traveling Buddha or the Happy Buddha. And a lot of times he's depicted with gold or a wulu, which is a Chinese gourd, which or a sack full of treasure. And it says sometimes they are surrounded by children, these little statues. And if you want to attract children in your life and have a wealth and abundance of children and wealth and abundance to protect and provide for a lot of children, that might be the statue for you, quite possibly. Having a dragon turtle. Have you guys ever seen this? These are cool. They're like um, a little statue. You have to go to a Chinese shop and it's like, a dragon, but he has a turtle shell because he's protecting his wealth. Dragons are notorious for pulling in wealth. And if you are a magical person, you might have a couple dragons hanging around you, um, you know, for your spiritual familiars, not your, your physical familiars, but sometimes they're in ethereal form in physical. If you raise your vibration high enough, because they are real beings, and dragons are very good at collecting and bringing wealth to you. But you've got to do your part and you've got to keep your house clean and clutter free. So it says that the dragon turtle is a mythical creature and is for protection and good luck. It has the body of a turtle, the head of a dragon, and it's standing on a bed of coins and ingots and it holds one coin in its mouth usually. Citrine crystals. Oh, I used to have a gorgeous citrine. Um, citrine is the, it's a very happy energy stone. It's, it's golden. Sometimes it has pink color and it's, it's a very pretty stone. And if it's, it's orange and it attracts money and wealth and it's, um, it's just, it's always been a symbol of wealth in, in Chinese culture. Even though pyrite is not actual gold, pyrite or fool's gold, that's another money cure you could put in your southeast corner. So if you like rocks and you don't like statues, you could do that. Now it says the feng shui money tree. There's a neat picture on the spruce.com of a a $20 bill in a very healthy green plant. This is the feng shui money tree is one of the most popular plants used as a feng shui cure in classical feng shui. And it says it attracts the energy of wealth and prosperity. While virtually any healthy plant can be used as a money tree, where you put the money in it and you just leave it, 
Two of the most popular choices are the Crassula ovata and Pachira, Pachira aquatica. You're going to have to look these up. I don't even know what these look like or what their other names are. So you can get... I have a red tassel hanging up in my bedroom and I didn't realize it was in the wrong corner of the room. So I'm going to change that as soon as I am done with the show tonight. Mine is, it's like a rooster and that, and it, and it has the, um, red tassel. That's another thing, hanging up a red tassel. And I've been in, in, um, I've had an apartment where it like certain parts of the apartment felt negative. As soon as I hung a red tassel from the ceiling, all of a sudden it changed the whole energy of the room. It's so weird. And, and the thing, the point of all of this is though, if you are changing the energy of the home where you spend your most relaxed hours, then when you go out into the world, you're going to feel better, right? So it could be a psychological ploy or, you know, to, to play upon your subconscious mind to impress upon it that you are wealthy or you're already wealthy, right? Remember the light, light, light <laughs> that we did earlier, that can help as well. So I'm going to go through, there's another website, the third website for the evening, and then we'll be done. We have about 10 more minutes here. Feng Shui Pundit.com. It says the ultimate Feng Shui tips website. Probably I'm going to have to bookmark this one. So obviously keep the Southeast part of your home clean and clutter free is the first thing I said. It says, if there is a living room in the southeast corner of your home, that's considered awesome. <laughs> so place everything that symbolizes wealth, money, abundance, and prosperity in the southeast living room or in your living room in the southeast corner of your living room. Now, say the southeast corner isn't a corner at all, but the middle of a wall, that's okay. Put up a little altar, put up a little table. Make it wood. Wood is a symbol of prosperity and money because, well, what, what's a color of leaves on trees? And that's where the wood came from, right? So that's a symbol of prosperity and money as well. So anything related to water, of course, and a Chinese jade plant. That might be what the other website was saying without saying it out loud, right? <laughs> um and so you could even look up the words feng shui fish aquarium if you were going to do a little aquarium. And you know what? If you, What if you can't afford a big, huge aquarium, a big old setup, and you don't want to do all that cleaning? You can always just put a one of those little betta fish and have... And the betta fish, if you put a plant, there's a special little plant. My stepmom used to have one. And they eat the roots of the plant so you don't have to feed them as often. The water doesn't get dirty and the plant cleans the water. So, and your, and your fish becomes happy because it eats as much as it wants, but it won't overeat because it's not, you know, food with MSG. I'm just kidding. I don't think they put MSG in fish food. <laughs> it just, I know that if you overfeed a fish, they will burst. And one of my favorite books as a kid was called Fish Out of Water. And because the fish kept growing and growing and growing because the kid overfed it. And they had to put it in a public swimming pool. <laughs> so completely crazy story. I was hoping that would happen someday and it never did because obviously it's not real. <laughs> but let's see. Uh, it says, make sure that water flows in an infinite loop. Yes, this is true with the fountain. 
you want the water to re recycle itself, go over and over and over again. That symbolizes money is coming to you infinitely forever and forever and forever and make sure that the corner of your money area is well lit in fact keep your lights on at least five or six or seven hours a day in that part of your home it's got to always be very well lit because you want to shine a light on your wealth and abundance Okay, now let's, let's see. On this website, they're also saying dragons. Um, you can have a, a ship or golden ship of wealth. Ingots, gems. Oh, yeah, gems. My, my really good friend gave me gems for my birthday. Like, I mean, gorgeous gems. Like, I was really blown away. One of them was an emerald, actually. A natural emerald from Colombia. It says... Make sure that the ship sails into your home. Yeah, you don't want things pointing towards the front door like it's going to leave or towards a window like it's going to fly out. So if you do have a ship, make sure it's pointing maybe towards the center of your home or not pointing towards an exit point, right? It's not sailing out of your home. <laughs> now here's a really fun one. It says tie a red thread to each toad to boost up wealth attracting energy so yeah if you have um you know those little those little money toads it says place nine three-legged money toads under chairs or sofas in the living room and then tie a red thread to each of them to boost up the wealth attracting energy that's interesting right and irrespective of where you've placed the dining table Make sure you have a mirror that reflects the dining table and, of course, the food that you're going to eat. You know what? I have a huge mirror that reflects our entire dining room and kitchen. That might be why I suddenly started making some money. Honestly, I didn't even think about that. I got to keep the clutter out of here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like barely, it's like I'm becoming successful and I'd start doing this show and I feel really positive and abundant, but it's still some things are very slow the money's a little slow and coming it's coming but it's slow so i think if i just boost up a couple things and keep doing what i'm doing you know so um let's see hang images of fresh fruits and mouth-watering dishes in the dining area and it brings an increase of appetite that's the last thing i need but it brings abundance that's true it says, uh, and then if you have a feng shui wealth pot, so if you just get like a little, I don't know, something that looks like a little pot of gold, fill it with ingots, you know, the fake gems or those Chinese coins or um, gems, fake diamonds and other wealth symbols in your dining room area. See, because you have your kitchen, your dining room, those are areas of wealth. And then you have your southeast corner, another area of wealth, right? So it says you have to energize the area that you've put the remedy or the cure. You have to energize it with favorable feng shui colors and elements. Again, that, that could be anywhere from black to blue to green to red, but you got to look it up if you don't know. Uh, gold might work, okay? Favorable colors for the, S, the SE corner, the southeast corner, are shades of green, and the element is wood. So again, wood is okay. In fact, 
in the southeast corner of my bedroom, I have a wooden um, desk that I've painted all kinds of bright, amazing colors. It's an abundance of color. Hopefully that works. Of course, I have an abundance of clutter on top of the abundance of color. So now I know what to do for the rest of the night as soon as I'm done with the show. (laughs) After I read Joy's email. All right. So what do you avoid? Um, Well, avoid buying or renting a house that has a cut in the southeast corner. Avoid having a bathroom or toilet or kitchen or storeroom and bedroom in the southeast corner. If, in the case, your home has any of these in the southeast, you can use the remedies, so don't worry. If you just shelled out a million dollars and you're like, ah, damn it. (laughs) First of all, yeah, okay, we're not going to go there. (laughs) No, okay. um, But if your kitchen is, though, remember, you could paint it green. You can do the cures. You're going to be good. So you could put mirrors If there's a cut in the southeast corner, put mirrors that will reflect towards the southeast corner. And you might want to consult a feng shui consultant that will help you do the cures that you need if you're still not getting it right. Okay? So there's like a bad wood energy if there's a bathroom or toilet in your southeast part of your home. So you have to use fire elements like candles, right? Bright lights, anything that symbolizes fire will clear up the uh that it'll make it they'll fix it and if you have a bedroom in your southeast corner do not put a fish aquarium or anything related to water in your bedroom okay so don't put plants don't put mirrors don't ever have mirrors in your bedroom ever okay because um negative energies spirits right (laughs) If you've ever seen the second poltergeist, you'll know what I mean. Um, You could keep a wealth vase, though. And you should keep a wealth vase in the closet of your bedroom. If it's in the southeast corner. So, um, let's see. If If you feed fish in the southeast corner okay I'm saying this was to say if you're keeping an aquarium with a rowana in the southeast living room then make sure not to feed live fish because that leads to a struggle for wealth oh yeah if you're not good feeding your fish and they're gonna die and you keep fish in the southwest corner I mean the southeast corner of your living room and your fish are always dying, guess what? Oh my God. (laughs) That's not good for your money. So if you, it says in case you decide to hang an image of a ship, make sure that there's no weapons depicted in the image. Yeah. You don't want to have to fight for your money. All right, guys. Well, that's all we've got. Um, now, now this article here on the feng shui pundit.com There's a lot of stuff that talks about every individual corner of your house, what to do, what to avoid. So I just told you for about the Southeast and not the other ones. So they have a bunch. I mean, this is a huge website. Anyway, I hope that you've enjoyed the Feng Shui Thursday. 
And I'm wishing you all the happiness, beauty, love, joy, wealth, abundance, prosperity, love, success, happiness, prosperity, and money. (laughs) Again and again and again. I love each and every one of you. If you have anything you want to say to me, usually, hopefully, I hope it's a positive. (laughs) If, If there's something I said and you didn't understand it or I didn't explain it correctly or if I didn't finish the thought because I have ADHD, sometimes I do that. You can write me at metaphysicalsoulspeak at gmail.com or send me a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical. All right, guys, that's all I got to say about that. I cannot wait to go read Joy's email, so I'm going to go do that right now. And then I'm going to go release, (laughs) I'm going to go fix the clutter. I'm going to put up a Chinese cure in the southeast corner of my bedroom. (laughs) I need that money to start flowing in, baby. (laughs) And of course, never stop working. Don't don't just do the cures and sit home and think it's going to happen because you got to, you know, you, you got to take all of the actions, all the steps, but I wish you success in everything you do signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy fifth dimension. I'll be back tomorrow with all unique programming like every day until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.